Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back. Some fat ass junk, too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. And I have to. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so. You're ready? Let me know when you're ready. You ready? Juice! I also have pins. Uh huh. Shorty and Okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry, Tori. We'll get back to you in a minute. We are Bok. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Yeah. I'm the host with the most toast Friday, Ricky Dread, aka um, 420 Merry Christmas, aka Chris Kringles, aka um, I'm pretty hot and high at the same time. I got a right of me. <laughs> It's me, SSC underscore Hayherx underscore PK on Instagram, because you know that's the platform I fuck with. Uh, Smokey the Bear, one of my other aliases. Jeez. Uh, Paul Bunyan, because nobody chops more trees than Paul Bunyan. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, the man that makes pre-rolls disappear out of thin air. You know what I'm saying? Pre-roll killer. Can I, can I give you one? Uh, sure. AKA the pre-roll king. Pre-roll king, I'll take it. I, I was talking oh, to behind your back earlier. BK, pre-roll king. <laughs> I was at the 420 event earlier, right? Over at... Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to the 420 event. I got yes. I got spotted by a lot of heads today. They, they're... Yo, you're the guy from We Love Hip Hop. <laughs> yo, you're the guy from... Yo, no respect, fam. Do your thing, fam. How can we get on the show, fam? <laughs> yeah, I, and I wasn't there for you to say, yo, talk to Yo, that I guy. told them, yo, send your inquiries <laughs> to We Love Hip Hop at, at uh, Toronto... We Love Hip Hop Toronto at Gmail. Jesus. That's what I told them. Send on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, some man's even dropped some wicked freestyles for me today. Oh, yeah, eh? I couldn't even get my phone out before the man started going, dropping bars. I wanted to, I'm like, hold on, let me get my phone. The man's fire spitting. Yo, and it was dope. Straight up, it was dope. Both of them were dope. Same, same. So, yeah, I was, I was up there earlier. I, I did my thing. I, uh... I don't know. I try to stay low key for as long as I could. Yeah, but you're the guy wearing the We Love Hip Hop hat. I know, right? Try that, to stay low key. That, that kind of gave me away. But what we did accomplish is the MC that was over there, we got on the, I got him to get on the mic and say, World's Most Smoked Out Podcast, We Love Hip Hop, Biggest Shit in the City. Right? Sick. Right at like 419. So that's just when I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a thing. But where we are right now, you're, seeing, you're hearing a little bit more noise in the background at the Youngsterdam, and we're actually sitting in a different place than you usually see us do in our yes, interviews. Yes, we're a different location in the same spot. Yes. So we're over here at the, uh, the Youngsterdam Lounge over here at 529 Young Street. There's an event that's going on right now. There's a comedy jam that's, been ha- that's happening. Um, some great comedians have already hit the stage, right? Um, I know Dave Martin already hit the stage. I know our guest that's already sitting with us here, yes, Zoe, Zoe Brownstone. Hi. Uh, Hi. She's hit the stage. 
But before we get into any of the uh, the festivities tonight, I want to know one thing. What's up, Smokey? What y'all smoking on? Oh, that's my other defecto nickname. <laughs> <laughs> so in my my vault. See what? Send a bag, please. And our other guest just popped up, Dave. Also, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Dave Martin. Uh, so I have here the purple candy. Jesus Christ! Let me see this. Yeah, you like to inspect the buds. Oh, double fist. <laughs> it's 420, isn't it? You gotta you gotta double fist some blunts. Look at this. Yes! We gotta get this. We gotta get a smell of vision going on. You know what I mean? Can we work on that, Bill Gates? I think we need to hire Norm to fucking break down the profile. Oh, the Terps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he was killing it. Shout out Big Norm, yo. He gave the, the perfect yeah. weed profile description. It, it was, it was, it was very, it was very descriptive. Um, let, um, needless to say. But, let's get to our guest here today. Yes, we have two. Oh, before we even do that, I have weed. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Stoner 420 event. So I have Somebody's some black high. indica right here. And I'm going to back it out the bag and watch this. Wow. Don't oh. It's raining goodness. So frosty. Yes. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. You can see the frost. Yeah, I can Bruh. see the I can see the trichomes Trichos. all the way yes. from back here. It's fantastic. The trichomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the tripes. Jesus Christ. Dewey little bud. Ah, Dewey. My, my sound effects don't want to work today, but we'll, we'll get it popping. But yeah. <laughs> I think there's too much noise in the background for sound effects anyways. Huh. And no matter. Uh, oh, there we go. Late. There there he is. There he is. <laughs> there he is. There he is. And where's, where's, I like where, that. where's my where's my last one? All my sound effects are dying today. They're delayed. They're delayed. I know. Nothing. Oh my God! No Aubrey today. None. Jesus Christ! No respect for your name. No tunes for my More head top. Respect, yes. More respect for your head top. <laughs> you know oh, Doberman Pinscher. Anyhow, beautiful dog. Beautiful so let's let's dog. get into our interview right here. That is a beautiful um, red one too. Glass nice. Second hand smoke. Oh, he needs it. That dog's getting high. He needs it, trust He's me. He needs to just uh, chill. The more mellow a Doberman Pinscher yeah, is, the thing about the Dobermans better. is they let you out in, but they don't let you leave. No. <laughs> That's the problem. They let you in, but they don't let you out. Right? But, you break in. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> Try to leave. That'll cost you. That's when they... they oh, oh, oh you, oh, you thought we were asleep. Okay, yeah. so let's get to our, 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 interview, our interviewees yes, that sir. we have yes. in, the, in the place here. Okay, so you guys just finished the show over here at the Youngsterdam Lounge, right? Live 420 show. Well, still, this show still might be going on a little bit now, but... Did you guys already go up and up. do your thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? How, how, how did you find being in a, a really weeded out environment? Are you, where did you perform? On the patio? Yeah, out on yeah. the patio in the back. Oh, oh. it was great. I love doing, uh, doing weed lounges because, like... Whatever you do up, like if you if you can connect with that audience, like it's great. People are stoned and they're like going on a little adventure, and it's like yeah. I might just step in, and they want to be there. They they I think they want to laugh, so it's like let's see if we can get there. It's it's fun. It's a challenge, but it's sure. good. I they always wondered this. Um, you know, because everybody's so smoked out, do you get like the belly laughs, or is everybody just like zoned out? It depends. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I'm, I wouldn't dare take a microphone away from a woman. But, um, I uh, I always say you don't really get. Sometimes you don't always get like a lot of like huge big laughs, but a lot of smiles and nodding heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot yeah, of people yeah. agreeing with you, and yeah, I've yeah. noticed that. I, 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 yeah, I, I, man. Yeah, I can, yeah. I, I can dig that. And sometimes they laugh in places that you don't normally expect them to. Yeah. And sometimes where you do expect them to, they don't. And then it's but it's it's a it's a it's a trip. So it challenges your writing. Well it, well, it just challenges you to 
be able to focus and not realize and like listen know your environment yeah like yeah. listen to the room maybe They'll the tell environment you what is a better want. question yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and like we we <laughs> weed rooms are like honest rooms because they're like if they don't like it you're not getting laughs like they're not going to give you pity laughs because they're stoned yeah, like, no, it's sure. great it's a very it's, 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 it's a good it's a good it's too much energy they, like, they don't like being talked down to either so it's not like you have to it's not like you have to do weed right. jokes either mm. sometimes it's almost sort of like okay we get it we get the weed jokes we can talk about something else too yeah yeah it's yeah it's almost offensive yeah because they so, know, yeah. like, uh, and they like know a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. It's like you know we're stoners. Okay, yeah. Yeah. fuck, right. we're all here because we're stoners. It's right. so true. Right, so we'll take one or two, but don't give us more than we need. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, one thing I want to know. Okay, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. All right, um, um, Zoe. Zoe, my bad. Okay, who's your comic influences? This is like my generic question of the day, right? And what triggered you to get into comedy? Well, that's like a big question. That's what I want to know myself. Wow. Uh, Comedy influences like now, right now? We can go from before and then we can do some of the ones now. Okay. Um, Like local Toronto acts are my influences. Like I I really, the scene in Toronto is great. There are so many like new up and comers and like people who have stuck around in the city to like really carve out a scene here and constant influencing. Like every night I'm, I'm out at a show and I'm seeing like other great comedians. It's like, fuck how do I do that like I want to get there don't get me wrong like Jerry Seinfeld and Amy Schumer and Louis like they're places in my heart for like the Giants but right now like in what I'm doing in in my stand up it's like I look at my the community around me is like very I aspire to them so what made you decide you know what I'm going to become a comedian like I'm going to say yeah this is what I'm going to fucking do fuck what people say (sighs) fuck the critics I'm just going to do this I wish it was like that. Like, that sounds great. It was more just like, I think I want to do try no, this I, thing. I, yeah, yeah I, I, I had some uh, had some opinions that I was like, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks this. And, like, maybe I think it's kind of weird and funny and let's try it out and, and see if, like, I can get people to see the way that I'm seeing something. Like, yeah. I, Especially, like, I love talking about being a stoner. I think it's... Uh, becoming so normalized weed is going to become legal and like more and more people are kind of coming out of the weed closet and like being on stage exactly and being on stage and like getting to like communicate some of these things to people and having them being like yeah that is true like it's very uh very satisfying so how long have you been doing comedy i've been doing stand for about four years years. yeah Yeah. i have a question for you dave um because i've been watching some of your comedy like in my because we usually research rappers right hmm? we usually research rappers as a hip-hop show but last night i was researching you guys through um watching stand-up okay so the question that sparked my in my mind is have you ever felt like you crossed the line in on a joke like you seen somebody just go <gasps> like way too much and you're just like ooh, maybe i did cross the line oh yeah sure all the not i don't, I don't know someone to say all the time i mean i know i don't think any Maybe some do, but I don't think most comics don't go out of their way to offend people or anything like that. You just yeah. sort of, you do a joke and someone finds it offensive. But I mean, I'm sure I've I've crossed the line, but you're always going to cross the line with somebody. Yeah, No, you're always someone's always going to find some reason that like they're upset with what you're doing, and yeah, you yeah, don't really yeah. worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And what's your favorite kind of rooms? Um. Any any place that the any time that the crowd is there for comedy, mm. just because sometimes you know the, sometimes comics have to do gigs you know for money or gigs they don't always want to. Yeah. Sometimes they're bar gigs. Yeah. And sometimes the crowd's sort of like, what? There's a show going on. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck, do I really? How much do I? Like, yeah. How much do I need this? And then yeah. sometimes you have to leave your act at the door and then just 
please the fuckers there. So yeah, 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 yeah. Can we yeah. swear on this? Of course, right. it's a podcast. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We need to no, hold but your sometimes tongue. they like to be. Are you explicit? Yes. Are we not? Will no. You say fuck, shit, cunt, all the fucking bad words we you can come. We can smoke once, so yeah. I think we can swear. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> we you know do it all like the time. I have a, I have a, 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 a off-brand question for you. Okay. Um, is going to your, to your dealer still the second date thing? Uh, look, for me, yes. I don't know. I don't go to my dealer anymore. I haven't <laughs> gone to my dealer in like, I haven't seen like a p- one person to buy weed from in several years. I've been you like pretty, him? yeah, I dropped him. <sighs> he wasn't very good. I've never had a good weed dealer. I've never had a guy. Yeah. Like, but I've never had a guy where I've been like, you're my person. I trust you. Yeah, never. Yeah, 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 and it's, yeah. I got really lucky with like the dispensary I, I shop yeah, at is like go. really good. And like, they know so much about weed. It's like mind-blowing crazy it's always it's always tough to have a friend that's also your weed dealer because then every time that you have weed and he knows that you didn't buy it from him he's always sort of like hey what where'd you get that where'd you send so that's why like i have a i have a friend of mine who deals but like i go and i kind of hang out but if i'm not i wouldn't go there just to hang out it's always sort of like oh i guess i'll hang out here for a half hour or something he gives you one of those what you got over there well that's why i was that's why that's why I always say I feel bad for the. Uh, that's why I feel bad for the drug dealers because they're gonna find out who their real friends Thank are. You. So perks of the podcast. Did someone just hand you weed? I am thinking so. Yes. Ah. Can I have your job? Ah, big up, big up. Yo, um, oh, trap much. house, trap house connection. Yeah, I see you. I see you. I'll take ah, weed ah, too. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know what I'm I smoke weed. <laughs> yes, yes. Big up trap house connection. I see them on the gram doing it. You can tell I don't make that much money in stand up because I'm like, please give me weed for free. Hey, well, we're gonna be smoking some. Shameless, of this. shameless, worry. shameless. It's, it's the world's most smoked out podcast. We're gonna this, smoke. This, don't this worry. What happens? Gotta show up. Gotta show up. <laughs> what do you guys do with hecklers? And this is a question for both of y'all. What do you guys do with a heckler? Well, you know what? Most of the time when people are heckling, they they honestly feel like they're making the show better. They feel like I'm adding to the show because, because you know, there's and, and so, and then I mean, so there's some people that are, but even when people yell, they they hey you suck, which actually I've almost never actually had right. yell at me. I've much more creative hecklers than that. But yeah. Um, yeah, you just try to deal with them. You try to be first of all, you try to make sure that that he's the only one that's bothering you. If he's bothering everybody, that's bad. But if he's just bothering you, and you start yelling at the like. Then you start really tearing into him, Good. and the rest of the crowd's gonna be, "Hey, why you why you're so mean to that guy?" Yeah. But if the rest of the crowd's pissed off, then they're sort of like, then they're on your side, yeah. And then that's when you can probably go at some. Okay. But most clubs try to put and rooms try to put hecklers like they encourage no heckling because right. yeah, you know, right. you're fucking up a show. No one goes to see that. Yeah, sure. If it happens, that's kind of cool, but usually it fucks things up and. Yeah. Most comics don't can't uh, don't get on stage and go. Oh, I can't wait for someone to heckle me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just yeah. we have an act, and you want to you want to do it. You want to do your. I had, your a, material com- that you I had a comedian come at me one time, because I was like I was like having a conversation with my friends, right? Well, that'll do it. But he wasn't that <laughs> funny. Like he wasn't that funny, right? And he's like he's trying to like get at me now, and I'm like, bro. Don't try. I, and I told him today, don't, don't try. Don't heckle me. That's what I said. Was it me? Huh? Did I do that? No, it wasn't me. Are you <laughs> sure it wasn't positive. me? Okay. I'm like, yo, don't heckle me. And then people are looking at me like I called the comedian a heckler. Like I, 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 I was stoned. I'm like, yo, just like, just don't bother me, man. I'm not trying. 
if living jokes, my life. If your like, jokes were a little bit yeah. better, maybe I'd. Yeah, I'd but you don't you have my attention. When people are on the stage, even they might think their jokes are funny, so you can't t- tell them their jokes are not funny that, and then start a conversation. But that's a very like Canadian <laughs> attitude that really? we like have to be polite. Like in a, in the states, if you are doing badly, like people will talk, people will yell at you, people yeah. like might throw shit at you. Like Toronto, I don't know. Like I screwface capital. It's the, we're a silent heckle. Like we silently like fucking glare yeah. at you. Like oh, it's, it's a silent. Yeah, if I get heckled, it's almost like not welcome, but. If they're talking to you, at least you can like engage. But sometimes yeah, but they'll just like, stare you. Just or attacking me for no reason. I, like, I'm yeah, that's not fun. That's I'm not, not good. I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm not speaking loud. I'm not, you know, I'm just. And he called you out. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, bro, like. And I had, to, I just, I felt, I didn't feel bad at the time, but now when I think back, yeah, I, I was rude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Let's get him. And what's no, the most creative? Let's that. find him and get him. I'm <laughs> done with it. I'm done with it. I just want to bring it up. And what's the most creative way have you found to like deal with a heckler? Like one starts yelling out at you. Um, I like. Or I, give I'm me a heckler not, story. I'm not really like. I I wish I was a little bit more confident with hecklers. Like typically, I'll just I'll try and get out of it. Like I don't really engage. Uh, right. If people are talking, like I. I, I try to ignore it, which never, like, works because it's always... It's in your brain. Yeah, Even if yeah. you're trying to ignore it, it's in my brain. So, like, a couple times... A couple times I've had, like, a good one-liner, like, just, like, right happen. Off just, right like, bam. Gets a, big, gets a big laugh, and then he shuts the fuck up. But, like, right. that's... Right off the hip. That's luck and, like, the right weed before you go on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, the right... Yeah. Just the right strain. Right. But, yeah, and I don't have any really creative... How about you, Dave? Do you have, like... Tips for I think you just have to work on the fly. It just depends. Yeah. Again, yeah. like I said, you have to make sure. Because I've been in some rooms where, like, you can just, like, you guys might have been. The thing is, it's sort of like, like, it's you got to make sure that, like, the that it's just bothering, whether it's bothering just the comic on stage or the rest of the crowd. I think yeah. it was because it was like, just the comic. The guy, I was really like close, like, corn, like out of his right. peripheral. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm out of his peripheral. He could see me. And for me, it's, and for me, if some people are just talking, it's got to yeah. get really bad for me to disrupt the whole show. If also, if I'm just doing ten minutes, sometimes I'll just plow through the stuff and not bother dealing with it. Yeah, because yeah. sure. a lot of the times, you just kind of hopefully yeah. that they'll shut up and you can Do keep your going. Thing. But I'm all right, actually. Okay, my final question, right? Sure. Oh. Um, what's the comedian end goal? <laughs> I, well, Is it a special on Netflix? Well, see, that's the thing. There's, a, there's no top of the ladder. Like, there is no... You just keep climbing. It's it's not a weird... It's like... It's not like you work at a law firm and you're the top lawyer and you get to stay there. Yeah. It's like you're, you have yeah. to... You don't... It doesn't stop. Yeah. That's... It's the next good show. It's like whatever is, like, in front of you. Yeah. I mean, people, like... I, I don't know. I'm, relati- I'm, I'm really young in this, in this industry and, oh, like, yeah. so cool starting out because the stakes are, like, very, very low. But, like, yeah. you know, once you start making... If you are able to start making money and, like tour and like gig around and like really get into it like yeah, yeah that's if you love it that that's that's the goal i would guess i don't know yeah netflix special would be cool i guess i don't know i wouldn't turn that down like your own yeah, tv no, no, show like i mean yeah. some people want a sitcom yeah. some people yeah, want to be in yeah. movies yeah. and that's TV. what i mean like and a lot of people stand up's just a springboard to that but then there's a lot of people that just love to do stand up and then that's all they're interested in and they can do bigger clubs tour specials all that but it's not like there's some you know it's it's showbiz. At no point you can just sit back and go, "Well, I don't have to work anymore. I'm done here." Yeah. Like you never, you never, yeah, you can't stop. You can't relax too much. I, I do. You can enjoy yourself. Yeah. You should. I I do write. Like I I write 
for my stand-up, but I also write, like, in television, and that's, like, if they kind of feed each other, which is pretty cool. Like, I, I, I think it the stand-up informs the... Because it is, like, sitcom-y style, and you want, like, to get a real audience's yeah, response is just... It's priceless, so that's yeah, like really yeah. helpful, and it, and it, I do write about weed a lot, and it's like that's a current like culture that's evolving right now. So, so it's when you write for sitcom, sitcom, do they do they encourage you writing about marijuana, or they're like, eh? It depends on the project, but like I'm I am it's developing like a series, like it's in the zeitgeist. So like once it's in the culture, it's got to be represented it's in entertainment. Subject in some places, and yeah, and it depends how how key it is to the story, I suppose, and if you can justify it, and then that's. Probably they'd lie to you. I'm afraid. I'm amazed. Uh, some of the shit that you can get away with on CBC sometimes. Oh, like, for I'm sure. Surprised. So it's like they're always breaking those boundaries, and the internet has to is taking people away from TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so is Netflix and other you know cable channels and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think so stand up is kind of thing that you start, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you just kind of can't stop it. It's like and a, it has to keep going. An addiction. It's corny, but it is like a yeah. drug. It just, it is, you got to keep feeding it. Got to okay. keep chasing the dragon for the next yeah. best set. Is there, is, there, is there a difference between funny between your friends and co- comedian funny? Or like? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be able to make strangers, you have to be able to make strangers laugh. Yeah. Mm. You got to get on stage and exude your character as fast as you can. And so people connect with you immediately, but they have to, you know, you... You have to. They have to be strangers. They can't be like, "Oh, Joe, he's, hey, there's old funny Joe." You can't do that shit. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Unless you become famous, then yeah, you can do whatever the done. fuck you want. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I really appreciate appreciate y'all coming through to to sit with us. Thank at you the, for having the, us. Yes, yes so, thank you. That was a delectable treat. Yes. Yes. You know what? Smoking weed with you guys is so fun. Yes. So let pe- let the people know where to find you social media wise. Okay. Yes. All right. You can follow me. Sorry. I'm a little stone. It's 420, yo. Yeah, it's 420. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram at... <laughs> this is an emba- Thank you. This is an embarrassing name to say aloud, but at Zoe Zoe Haha. That's right. Zoe Zoe Haha. Zoe Zoe Haha. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It worked. Yeah. And on Twitter at Zoe Brownstone. Nice. Nice. And Dave? You can find me at... Uh, DaveMartinWorld.com and on Twitter at DaveMartinWorld and I have a, uh, a podcast called uh, the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah, yes, nice. yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you for coming through. Um, we have two more comedians or maybe three more that are going to be coming through. Um, and yeah, it's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Smoke weed every day. Ah, oh, oh, yeah. We didn't, you know, like, it's nice, it's blessed. It's okay. What a venue, though. What a venue yes. where Rebecca was just saying that menu was just somebody goes, what are all the things that people love when they're high? And that's what's on the menu. Oh, yeah. The menu right? is like, it's yeah. like comfort food. We've memorized it. Yeah. French fries, classic grilled cheese, egg rolls, poutine, nacho supreme, chicken swarma, veggie nachos, big chicken wing, veggie bowl. Like, Shawarma's in on. there too. Stuff you didn't even think you liked when you were high. And now you're like, no, you know what? That is. That it's like is, going to the grocery store. These people are uh, revolutionaries here. <laughs> yes, it's the Youngster Dam, yo. Um, Youngster Dam, man. Come through with your, your girlfriend, your wife. 
your girlfriends, your side piece, whatever. You know, it's all just welcome. The one right now. I don't know how many you're working. No, with, I'm, you know, many? I'm not insinuating anybody what, but that, I just say you know, if your game's that strong and you can come with your side thing and your main thing, then do it. It's welcome. You know what I'm saying? So let's just get back to business over here. Um, so we're we're in the youngster dam. Right? Yes, we are, and and we have we have two more really funny comedians in the building, right? And I was watching the, the <laughs> I'm talking about these guys, <laughs> right? I was watching last night, and I guess you I, you've been in a lot of different places, Mister Mister Hassan. I've been right? in some places. Yeah yeah, 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 and and you got some some comedy that okay. Let me start with you, okay? So. Without just saying all oh, you and you and you, all right. So Ali Hassan yes. and Rebecca Reed are in the fucking building over here. Our with other us, two right? guests tonight. I said yeah. fuck, so you guys are allowed to say fuck. Oh, right? Yes, perfect. you can swear. Fucking <laughs> perfect. Right? Um, off-brand call it a question, okay? Um, that reverse landing strip is it working for you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it still yeah, yeah. working? Always, <laughs> always working. That's my favorite move, man. <laughs> so what is? I, I'm not privy. I didn't see, get to see that. Joke, like, right? how, how filthy can I be on this? Can I? Yeah, you can just I can say anything it. I want. Whatever you want. Do whatever you, you gotta do. You know what fancy. I call that move? Uh, I call it the fryer cunt. <laughs> the fryer. Oh gosh. <laughs> Explain what the yes, reverse please. landing strip is for us. Oh, okay. So reverse. Yeah, reverse. So it's like okay. So normally women, when they don't want to have sex with somebody, they'll say they'll just not shave. They'll be like, okay, I'm just not going to shave, and that's going to be like the barrier the that stops this. Yeah. Um, but then we do it every time anyway because we just really want to do it, right? This has happened. To and me. that's not stopping you at all. So then uh, I came up with a thing where you just shave in the middle because there's no one like you can't explain that to anybody okay like it's insane and the guy if a guy says yes to that run like get out of his house man okay you don't want that guy <laughs> yeah 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 it's like a reverse wow. mohawk yeah wow <laughs> that is called the fryer fryer cut yes yeah 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 the fryer tuck had a ball yes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I had, so i think that's the first <laughs> Oh wow! I don't want to rob this of its comedy, and this might be the weed speaking, but wow, a landing strip technically should look exactly like what you're talking about, right? <laughs> it should be, it should be bald down the middle, and that's how a real landing strip. Oh my strip. goodness! This all this time we've been talking about landing strip, and we've been doing it wrong. Yeah, you think we're getting right? a little extra gravyish today? <laughs> this, is a, this is a great way to start an interview right here. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, ladies, man. you've been doing a reverse landing strip your whole life. I don't yes. want to mansplain this to you, so Rebecca Reeds will do it instead. Yes. Okay, so like, oh, how man. much weed have you guys been smoking for 420 for today? No, I couldn't. I can't go on stage when I'm high. What? So I just took a hit of a joint before I went. I said, yes, thank you. Ah, thank well, you. there you the are. Now. now you're on World's Most Smoked Out Podcast, so you're going to smoke. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, okay, I got a question for you, um, Mr. Hassan. This gifted um, weed we got. <laughs> now, you have a, a tour called Muslim um, Interrupted. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, how's that tour going? Give us a description of that and like well, a day-to-day. <laughs> So that tour came out of the reality in my in my home, mm-hmm. where I'm, you know, I went to an Islamic Sunday school. My parents a little bit involved with the religion, not too much. Okay. But I was always surrounded by like my kids have nothing; they have no exposure to religion at all. It's not in school; it's nothing. But I had some, uh, but I just I wasn't I wasn't good at it. Like I had a, a block; I couldn't learn how to read Arabic properly. Oh, I really? couldn't remember stuff I was learning. 
So now my kids are asking me questions about Islam. So they go, we're, we're Muslim, right? I go, for sure. And then yeah. my son will be like, do we go to the mosque? And I'll be like, no, you would notice if we go to the mosque. We don't go to the mosque. <laughs> sure. He's like, and then he'd go to school because kids in his school were asking him, do you go to, go mosque? to mosque? He'd come home and ask me, do we go to the mosque? I go, Ooh. no. Okay. Then the next day he get he gives them that answer. Then they go, why don't you go to the mosque? So he comes, this is a five-year-old. Yeah. Right, right. Why don't we go to the mosque? Five I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm a fucking freelance Muslim. You go, I, you, I fucking figured out my shit. You figure Whoa. out your own. Oh. Then he goes back to school. And then he's got more questions for me, you know, like, mm. uh, why do you eat pork? I'm like, holy fuck, just get these kids right here. Let's cut out the middleman. Yeah. Send these kids from school directly to me, yeah. and I'll handle this. Not that I know how to do that. I would actually probably be like, you kids get off my lawn. I'm not a, I don't want to be um, uh, interviewed by any of you. But so these are like day-to-day things that I'm going through. So then, you know, you, you go on stage, <coughs> you just start bringing some of your reality to stage. And I noticed it was getting an interesting reaction. Right. Then I was like building, like I have an unnatural love for pork. It was like the forbidden fruit as a Muslim. <laughs> and now I, a couple of years ago, I was asked to be a judge at Ribfest. And I was like, oh man, there is a God and he is not Muslim. Wow. He is a pork loving God because why would he do this for me? The heavens have parted and allowed me to be a judge at Ribfest. Come on. Oh man. Wow. So I'm talking about this kind of stuff on stage and it's, you know, I have... I have people enjoying it. I can hear the laughter is there. But then I also have people coming up after the show going, hey, man, that's interesting. I didn't know Muslims couldn't eat pork. Good. Hey, that's interesting. You said something about praying five times a day. I didn't know Muslims had to pray five times. I didn't know you yeah. guys went to Sunday school. Mm. So somebody would be like, I'm Polish. I went to Sunday school. I'm Greek. I went to Sunday school. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm creating this interesting thing where people are learning. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't consider myself an educator of any kind, so I never thought I'd be teaching people anything. So I'm like, these guys are learning stuff. They're enjoying it. They're appreciating it from that level, and they're being entertained. I was like, Mm -hmm. I think I got something. And I just build it and build it into a, it's an hour and 20-minute show. I toured around Canada. And uh, and the response has been just unbelievable. And it's mostly white people at the show. I thought it would be other Pakistanis, people who've been to Islamic Sunday school. Mm -hmm. Very few men, maybe 10%. It's always... People who are Catholic, Jewish, <coughs> a couple of ethnic people, but uh, I just love it. I just never pictured this for myself. This wasn't a goal. It just came up organically, and then it turned into this. Yeah, people oh, want to yeah. learn about the culture and stuff. Yeah. And you see how we started like with that crazy joke there? Yes. yes. You ever feel that you went too far with a joke, and like you just saw somebody's reaction? You're like in your head, <gasps> maybe I went oh, too far. Oh yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a very familiar feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I remember, I think the worst one, like, I can remember, I can, I could pick him out of a crowd. Like, I remember his face so clearly. I got hired to do this job um, where they asked us to be pretty clean. Mm-hmm. They were like, you can be a little dirty, but be, like, pretty clean. Right. And I was like, okay. And then we showed up, and it was like... It was like this, you know, motorcycle venue, and I'm like reading bumper stickers that are like very aggressive. <laughs> I'm like, nah. And then off the top, the MC he gets like super dirty. So I'm like, oh, this isn't a rule. Yeah. yeah. So then I start going through my set, and it's going pretty well, and it's going pretty well, and it's going pretty well. And then I get to my last joke, my last joke, 
and I don't have anything after this. Like yeah. this is I'm throwing I'm throwing everything on this. Right. So I do my last joke, and it is. I will say my dirtiest joke for sure. But in my head, it's been going well up until yeah, this point. So I'm like, it. this is the one that's going to kill it. I'm like, this is going to smash. The organizer's going to love me. And I do it, and it is borderline silence. Oh, wow. <laughs> borderline silence. And I look at the back, and the organizer's just, like, shocked. Like, shocked. And I'm like, oh, no. Yikes. He was still, like, super polite about it at the end. Like, you know, thank yeah, you for coming, for all sure. that kind of stuff. But, like, I could tell I was like, that was that was it for that guy. Like, holy oh, shit. Man. Oh, it haunts me. I think about it all the time. It haunts me. I've had, situa- I've had situations where people go, hey, man, we, we'd love to have you here. I saw you at this show. Uh, I'd love to have you here do this show. Would it be okay if you didn't tell that joke that you told? I'd be like, oh, shit, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, but mine's man. not always filthy. Mine's actually, I do very little dirty comedy. Right. I have two, I have four kids, two of my girls are, are stepdaughters of mine, so For when sure. I met them, they were, I think, four and six. Okay. So I, you know, I, my wife and I get married, I've got these two girls, I don't yeah. know how to be a father, but I'm just trying to be, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. I can do, figure this out, and my six-year-old was on the iPad, and she goes, Papa, how do you spell your name again? Because, uh-huh. mm. you know, they haven't, they're not... Four and six, and I'm learning how to spell it. The fact they're calling me Papa makes me super happy. For really? sure. How do you spell your last name? I go, it's Hassan, H A S S A N. I go, wait, what, what are you doing over there? She goes, I'm just trying to find you on YouTube. Ah. And right in that moment, I'm like, just in my head, I go through all the foul shit that's coming out of my mouth. Like, it's like, it's like the, the, oh my god. Was it you know when you they say you, you, you before you die your life flashes before yeah, like yeah, your yeah. Ca- your comedy life flashes absolutely your whole YouTube reel just like, went oh, through yeah yeah it's like yeah oh my god no if she finds this one yeah 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 she'll, she 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 look at me different yeah totally totally oh, luckily nobody cared to film me that's how average my filth was I was in Montreal it was like bar gigs Laval yeah, 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 yeah. wherever I could get stage time then I moved to Toronto and I was just like what if any of that was filmed so then I just mm-hmm. started doing. I started leaning towards cleaner stuff, and then the kids just were just giving me comedy on a platter sometimes. Mm. You know, I was just like, oh, this is. Cool. I almost feel like I'm cheating sometimes. <laughs> one time my wife calls me. This is like very early on. Right. One of the first jokes I wrote about my kids. And my wife goes, Sonia wants to talk to you. <laughs> so it's my four year old daughter wants to talk to me. Mm. Okay. And uh, I go, is everything okay, sweetheart? She goes, I found your dirty magazines. Ooh. I'm like, I didn't even know I had it. Oh, my God. What? Okay, well, these guys have been looking through my stuff. I didn't even know I had that stuff. Found a stash. Anyway, I'm like, which magazine? What? What is it? Yes. Honey? And I'm so embarrassed. Turns out it was Now Magazine. <laughs> but those back pages oh. have like these like a she-man with the nipples covered. Oh, so she man. thought she found a dirty magazine of mine. So I turned that into a bit. I go, well, that's that's the beginning of something for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. right? So then they were giving me, even though it's like a, a little bit blue, it's sure. like it's about family at the end of yes, the day. Yes, yes. So yes. they helped me shape my jokes, and it was uh, it's been great ever since. Nice, nice, ever nice. since. Oh, okay. and, and I have a question that for both of y'all. Yes, oh. as Canadian comics. I will repeat the question to uh, oh. Rebecca's getting a deal on some weed right now. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, She's nice. negotiating. Some off camera, <laughs> some off camera stuffs going on. Okay, so for both of y'all, as Canadian comics, what's the biggest challenges? Oh, oh, just having like uh, any sort of fan base, I think, is the hardest thing because we don't have as much exposure as they do in the states. Yeah, like especially with Netflix right now. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about how many Canadian Netflix specials there are. Yeah. 
zero. And like, I guess technically you could put one or two people in that category because they are Canadians, but they didn't film it in Canada. Right. And it's like, right now, I'm pretty sure we're getting like a huge amount of Netflix money is supposed to be coming. I thought we made a deal for that. The deal wasn't made because of exactly what you're talking about. Okay. There's no specifics. Yeah. And it's fucking bullshit. It's like uh, you can't get any traction, really. It's yeah. really, really hard to get um, notice. You know, to kind of get like notice here or whatever. Everybody moves to LA, so then there's like the talent pool is kind of shallow because right. everybody just keeps leaving. Wow, wow. Yeah. And what about you, Ali? Man, it's uh, it's exactly what I would have said. More more challenging than the stuff you do on stage. And in your first few years, as you're trying to find your voice and trying to be reliably funny. That is a challenge, but once you get to a place where you're comfortable, you're achieving some level of success, the next step is very difficult to find here. And I think, you know, these young, young kids who are starting comedy, um, I think they're also doing stuff on YouTube. They're also doing sketches, Instagram story. They're using social media to its fullest, and I think that's great. You know, right, we, right, right. I started 12 years ago. There wasn't really like they were still smoking in the in the bars in Montreal 12 yeah, years ago yeah, while yeah. you're doing comedy. Wow. Um, so, yeah, like social media has been something I've had to learn. I feel like I'm playing catch up as a dude in his 40s trying to figure out what's the best way to post this in a best way that it's still authentic to myself, yeah. not just chasing the likes, which yep, I, you know, I don't sure. feel like doing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But yeah, you, you, don't, you just don't know. There's no way. There's no star system. So you don't have a path. You sign with this agent and he'll get you on late night. Then she'll put you here and then they'll put you. There's none of that. Right. So we're just trying to figure out our way and there's no... Guaranteed solution. I, I feel very blessed to have ever gotten in with the CBC. Mm. Uh, I was on a show <clears throat> one season, uh, George Strombolis, uh, George Strombolopoulos show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on that Big for a George, year, throw, yeah. and then it just it just kept you know they bring me in for other stuff and other stuff, uh, which is great. But even that doesn't get you guaranteed bums and seats when you yeah, go yeah. tour. So for sure. the guys who do it, that's a real hustle. It's yeah. a real hustle. Well, okay. Let's let's get into like the stand up like in the in the moments with the hecklers. Give me a fucked up heckler story. How do you deal with the hecklers? Well, it's very tricky, man. It's very tricky because heckle oh, Van sure. Dad. Van Dad is a heckle magnet. M- MC Van Dad Kadar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start with you, buddy. But I, Mr. Kadar, give me a, a, heck, a heckler story. You know, to be honest, I don't get heckled too much because the thing is, it's the Canadian audience. The Canadian, I, I, you know, I only have one setting. You know, I only have one setting. But the Canadian audience is like super nice. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, they'll just maybe not laugh, and that's like them being like, "You suck." But we have this show uh, downtown called the Danger Room. Okay. This maniac comedian named Dan Guyry runs it, and there it's like encouraged to heckle. It always sells out, and people come. And comedians come up, and all the all the people in the audience just like roast the hell out of them, mm. and just make oh, wow. fun of them, and just like heckle in, in between everything. Wow. But, yeah, yeah. But I got one. I got one heckle story that happened at my show. It wasn't me being heckled, but a few comics in a row were being heckled by this group right in the front. Just either loud conversation or just straight up like talking shit to the punchline right, uh, right. over and over until. The comics just started letting loose, okay? So they wrote an email to the bar, and uh, the email was like, 
uh, I came with my friend, and they said that uh, I look lo- that my friend looks like a retarded Zoe Deschanel, oh, and wow. that and that I look like a horse. And then sh- and then the comic got the whole bar to chant, and the- and I was there. This verified the whole bar did chant, and this is quoted in the email. Uh, large caps, all quotes, shoot the horse, shoot the horse, which everyone did yell. It was so fucking sweet. It was the best time ever. It was my show. I'll put my brand on that, baby, any day. We (laughs) out here live in grime. It's real Toronto. Thick skin comedy every Monday. Oh, man. Yes, Hemingway's, yes, but they funny. have no affiliation with any of my statements thereof. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm rolling with it. I, I'm feeling it. You know, what I'm saying. It's hey, Rebecca, posted, give me a, give me a heck of yeah. This is this is Rebecca Reeds. You guys know Ali Hassan. They were on my show. It was so sick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want Rebecca to say more. Dude, you 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 could you sit in on on our on our conversation here. Yeah. You're on, well, oh, okay. listen, well, you just did. <laughs> we wanted to make sure that we got all of the comedians that were in the building, and and you were the MC for the night, right? So it's it's good. We have everybody in the same place. So let's let's stay on our heckler on our heckler moment here. For sure. Somebody's you're on the stage, you're doing your thing. Give me a heckler story. Ah, dude, I don't get I don't get a lot of like negative heckles. Like mm. I'll get like people like speaking up, uh, and normally it's something like kind of positive or at least they're drunk and they're trying to join in so i'm never like that upset because i'm like oh you're just having fun whatever although i did have a guy i was doing a like something sexual i can't remember what the joke was but it was something sexual right and this guy stood up and said hell yeah that's for me and i was like oh my god that's the guy that proposed to his girlfriend before the show started. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, for real. It was that absolute. It was a fucking crazy. He did this terrible proposal. It was uncomfortable. The girl obviously, I don't know. I think she kind of wanted to say no, but she was in front of 200 people. She's like, uh, which is why yeah, I think public <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Don't do that to the somebody. That's the moment. No, no, no. You know that's not cool. I'm going to do it. Yeah. No, it was fucking horrifying, man. That's fucked up, though. (laughs) It is. Don't do that to a girl. Okay, privately. Especially if you love this person. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Anyway, here, I'll pass it off. And and Ali, give me a a, moment. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember what she said, but it was, like, kind of rude, and it's that absolute, it's just so funny. This crowd, this this club in Ottawa, Absolute Comedy, Mm -hmm. it just and there's one in Toronto, but in Ottawa, it's just... Ram Tuesday night, Sunday night, doesn't matter. Sold out shows all week long. So just like this constant flow of people, you know, shitty and wonderful. Right. Uh, so you get to deal with some stuff, and sometimes you can put people in their place and all that. You know, my worst fear is somebody saying something racist like, yeah. uh, yo, Packy, go home. But, but to be honest, something like that gets handled by the audience. They right. go, hey, shut the fuck up, you ignorant. Even if it's your friend, shut up, Steve, you dumb fuck. Like, people get embarrassed of that, right? Sure. So, oh man. So I don't actually worry about that anymore. I don't. Sorry. I don't actually worry about that anymore. What I what I have had, which I couldn't handle, was a woman at Absolute. She's sitting alone. She's overweight. Right. And she's in the second row, and she's eating chicken wings by herself. Oh boy. <laughs> and she said something to me, and she'd been talking to a bunch of comics before me too. She said something to me. And I was like, I'm going to handle this. And I look at her, and I can only think one thing, because she's overweight, and she's got this pile of chicken wings, like 24. It looked like, you know, my mind is growing every time I think of this. 
<laughs> but she says something rude, and all I want to say was like, "Why did you keep shoving chicken wings up your fat face and and uh, and stay quiet?" And then I was like, I "Can't do that. Right. Yeah. Can't, this crowd will turn on me. Eat, not never mind anything other than spe- telling a fat person they're fat, especially if they're female. Way worse. Oh, way yeah. worse." But I couldn't see or think of it. And I was like, they don't even, this crowd doesn't even know she's eating chicken wings. She's like around it. And I'm, I'm just going to be like, stuff those chicken wings back in your face. And no one's going to see the chicken wings. All they're going to see is a shadowy large figure. And I just, I was like, because ah! I could only think of one thing to say. And yeah, I couldn't yeah, get yeah. out of that way of thinking. And then I was just like, okay. And then I just went to the next joke. And I always remember how I got handled. Mm. By this one, but there's an injustice about it, you know. Where you're like, man, come on, you know, you're sad and lonely. You're alone at a club. You're shoving chicken wings in your mouth, only taking a break to say rude shit to comics. You're in the wrong here, yes. and I can't do anything about it. I remember the injustice of it all, well, put it and way. I don't even know how I would do it today. I still don't think. I think I would get down on one knee and whisper to them in a in a kind of like a, a friendly but like backhanded, you know, backhanded like, remark. Listen, I understand. You're, you're eating a lot of chicken wings. Maybe they're spicy. Maybe you're angry right now, but I don't need you to take that out. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like coach them down, but still be like, you're shoving chicken wings like in your fat face. Put the wing down. Yeah. Walk away <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Leave the blue here. cheese alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, do you get comedy groupies? Um... That's why she got in this game. <laughs> like a bit. Yeah, like a bit. Like a couple of... It's, it's always women. Like, I think I really speak to a female audience. Okay. And I think it's more like... Um, and generally, somewhat middle-aged women, for whatever reason. Right, right. They are my bread and butter. And, mm. um, yeah, so I get women, and I'm just like, oh, you know, just add me on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And they'll, like, message me and be like, hey, so, like, when are you coming through town? I want to come see you again. Da, 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 da. What's the approach like? Like, what's... Th- like, give me a description of, like, that scenario. Is it like, hey, I really liked your show last uh, that you did just now. Like, I really, really liked it. Like, creepy? is that what's happening? No, man, it's not that creepy. It's by like, way, it's... Way, Rebecca, I want to just describe you. You're an extremely youthful-looking girl who could pass for anything between 17 and 24. So for the middle-aged women, the middle-aged women coming to you, they're, they're, going, they're dipping into a cradle a little bit. The cougs. Oh, my God. The, the cougars. All right. That was great. Love it. Um, no, yeah. it's like... He's not wrong at all. Not wrong. No, no, no. And it's like, normally it's like after a show, it's pretty cool. They'll be like, oh, you know, like, do you want to... Can I buy you a drink or whatever? Like, you'll be around, like, just chatting with people anyway. Like, yeah. generally, especially at a club, I'll try and, like, stick around. Like, you know, it's nice to talk to people or whatever. Right. Um, unless I had a bad set, then I get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, so you just, like, whatever. You chat for half an hour, and they're like, oh, you know, like, I'd really like to uh, see your set again, whatever. And, like, I don't have my shit together at all as far as, like, social media or website or anything yeah. goes. So I just always say, like, oh, just add me on Facebook. And that's the only way I communicate with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I am not good at it. Later on Facebook with, uh, with offers of hooking up or they try to hook up after the club right there? No, 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 like uh, like a few months later, they'll be like, oh, like, when are you coming through town again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it's not like hip-hop groupies then. They're not, like, waiting, like, backstage, like... No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, some, like, nice people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about (laughs) the groupies. Would you you have any? My mind went dirty. 
nothing has ever happened dirty in my actual life. It is the oh. saddest. I don't. I don't. Well, here's the thing. Now I have four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent yeah, two yeah. hours talking about my four. Not two hours. But I spent a bunch of time talking about my four kids. I mean, if you still want to hook up with me, then. You're a terrible person, you know? <laughs> you goddamn home wrecker. You just talk, you heard me talk about how I had to think about my wife. <laughs> my wife and four kids. I have four true. kids. What are you doing here? This is the biggest mm. turn off ever, you know? He's, so. At least he's stable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> Must be making a little bit of money feeding four children. I'm in. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, wow. I, 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 I can go on forever with you guys here. Um... Okay, I think I, I think that's it. I think yeah. I, I think I, All I think right, I, thank I, you I think, for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I um. Want you guys because you just described that years like shit with social media, so it kind of threw me off. But I want you guys to give me the social medias of where people can find you. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. You can just find me at Rebecca Reads. It's R E E D S um, at whatever Instagram, Twitter. I got them. I'm just not good at it. But you can follow me anyway. Hey. Well, good. you did one of the best things by getting just one name everywhere because I find. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like such terrible branding when somebody has to go, you can find me at John uh, Duchovny or whatever, yeah. or uh, on <coughs> Facebook, John John Ain't Playing, uh, or on Instagram, find yeah. me of like Don John. And you're like, man, I can't, I'm not remembering any of that. That is all a blur now. I'm yeah, not finding man. you. And then you just made it difficult. Yeah. Even in this day and age, it was so easy to find someone. You made it more difficult for them yeah, to so find true. you. I tell this to, like, when, because we're always interviewing rappers and stuff, right? Yeah. So when they tell me that they just have one thing across the board, I'm like, Yes. Yes, man. It shows that you were thinking. Yeah. So, like any intelligent rapper, I also <laughs> at Stand Up Ali. It's all standupali.com. Stand nice. Up uh, nice. Ali every everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. Hurt, let the people know where to find you. Well, it's me, SSC underscore Hayherx underscore PK on Instagram because that's the only platform I fuck with. So, you know, you can find me there. Episode is very good. I'm really high right now. I've been smoking all day. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, there's, yeah. The, there's no number on the if episode. If you guys aren't smoking all day, then who is, right? Oh, you man. have to do this for the people. We were at the celebration. I went to, yeah, we were there. It was, like I said, I, I came up. Where I came up from the underground where I parked, it was like right into the, like, just like 100 people smoking weed. Yeah. I, I followed my way by sniffing my way to the exit. Like, that's the way out. And then I got up there and I walked around, pulled out my blunt, and I lit it. And I was like, oh, hey. It's 420, and then the big cloud went up in the sky. It was a good day. It has been a good day. Yeah. Um, Traffic sucked, though, but it was a good day. This has been a good day. So, and hit me up on my website. Which which camera am I looking at? Right over here? Yes, one. Right hit there. me up on my website, um, Friday, a.k.a. Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. All my social media platforms, like a cool rapper. Friday, Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. Um, oh, yeah. Instagram and our Twitter. That's We Love Hip Hop Toronto. And hit up the YouTube channel, hit that little subscribe button in the corner, like, comment, do all that good shit that we got to do to get. you know. 10K, we almost there. You know what I'm get saying? Get those numbers up. We're at seven right now, so. Nice. Three more. Ten down on it. What is it? Ten down? Ten down. Yo, get us a ten down, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get us yeah. the ten bands. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to lead us out with um, one of our future interviews that we're going to have on the, on the We Love Hip Hop podcast. Shout out to Jeezy Loke. Yes. Ride with me. Let's get Thank it you guys for coming through. My pleasure. I feel like we talked about comedy. Uh, you know, we love hip hop. I would have loved to talk about like KRS One. Uh, you know, Eric uh, yeah. Yo, if you my nigga, no, I'm never switching up. Cause I ride with my. Oh. Oh.
Oh, you see this? I'm gonna ask him about Curry. You hear it? You hear it? Yeah.